0: Welcome to Puritan's Read, reading aloud, great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 29 of The Letters of Samuel Rutherford. To Mistress Craig, St. Andrews, 4 August 1660. Mistress, you have so learned Christ as now, in the furnace what dross what shining of faith may appear must come forth i heard of the removal of your son mr thomas though i be dull enough in discerning yet i was witness to some spiritual savoriness of the new birth and hope of the resurrection which i saw in the hopeful youth when he was, as was feared, a dying in this city. And since it was written and advisedly appointed in the spotless and holy decree of the Lord, where and before what witnesses and in what manner, whether by a fever, the mother being at the bed or by some other way in a far country Dear patriarchs died in Egypt, precious to the Lord, and have wanted burials. Psalm 79.3 Your safest course will be to be silent and command the heart to utter no repining and fretting thoughts of the holy dispensation of God. Number one, beyond the hazard of dispute, The precious youth is perfected and glorified. Number two. Had the youth lain year and day, pained beside a witnessing mother, it had been pain and grief lengthened out to you in many portions, and every parcel would have been a little death. Now His Holy Majesty hath, in one lump and mass, brought to your ears the news and hath not divided the grief into many portions. Number three, it was not yesterday's thought, nor the other year's statute, but a counsel of the Lord of old, and who can teach the Almighty knowledge. Number four, there is no way of quieting the mind, And of silencing the heart of a mother but godly submission the readiest way for peace and consolation to clay vessels is that it is a stroke of the potter and former of all things and since the holy lord hath loosed the grip when it was fastened sure on your part i know that your light and i hope that your heart also will yield. It is not safe to be pulling and drawing with the omnipotent Lord. Let the pull go with him, for he is strong, and say, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Number five, his holy method and order is to be adored. Sometimes the husband before the wife and sometimes the son before the mother. So hath the only wise God ordered, and when he is sent before and not lost, in all things give thanks. Number six, meditate not too much on the sad circumstances. The mother was not witness to the last sight, possibly cannot get leave, to wind the sun, nor to weep over his grave. And he was in a strange land. There is a like nearness to heaven out of all the countries of the earth. Number seven. This did not spring out of the dust. Feed and grow fat by this medicine and fare of the only wise Lord. It is the art and the skill of faith to read, what the Lord writeth upon the cross and to spell and construct right his sense. Often we miss call words and sentences of the cross and either put nonsense on his rods or burden his majesty with slanders and mistakes when he mindeth for us thoughts of peace and love even to do us good in the latter end. Eight, it is but a private stroke on a family and little to the public arrows shot against grieved Joseph and the afflicted, but ah, dead, senseless and guilty people of God. This is the day of Jacob's trouble. Number nine, there is a bad way of willful swallowing of a temptation and not digesting it or laying it out of memory without any victoriousness of faith. The Lord, who forbiddeth fainting, forbiddeth also despising. But it is easier to counsel than to suffer. The only wise Lord furnish patience. It were not amiss to call home the other youth. I am not a little afflicted, for my lady Kenmere's condition. I desire, when you see her, remember my humble respects to her. My wife heartily remembereth her to you, and is wounded much in mind with your present condition, and suffereth with you. Grace be with you. To James Guthrie, St. Andrews, 15 February 1661 there is a footnote about our brother James Guthrie with other ministers of the word he was imprisoned in Edinburgh Castle in 1660 he was hanged at the cross of the city on June 1st 1661 his head was thereafter cut off and fixed on the nether Bow. Dear Brother, we are oft comforted with the word of promise, though we stumble not a little at the work of holy providence, some earthly men flourishing as a green herb, and the people of God counted as sheep for the slaughter, and killed all the day long. And yet, both word of promise and work of providence arc from him whose ways are equal, straight, holy and spotless. As for me, when I think of God's dispensations, he might justly have brought to the market cross and to the light my unseen and secret abominations, which would have been no small reproach to the holy name and precious truths of Christ But in mercy he hath covered these, and shapen and carved out more honorable causes of suffering, of which we are unworthy. And now, dear brother, much dependeth upon the way and manner of suffering, especially that his precious truths be owned with all heavenly boldness, and a reason of our hope given in meekness and fear, and the royal crown, and absolute supremacy of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of the kings of the earth, avouched as becometh. For certain it is that Christ will reign, the Father's King in Mount Zion, and his sworn covenant will not be buried. It is not denied that our practical breach of covenant first, and then our legal breach thereof, by enacting the same mischief and framing it into a law, may heavily provoke our sweetest Lord. Yet there are a few names in the land that have not defiled their garments, and a holy seed on whom the Lord will have mercy, like the four or five olive berries upon the top of the shaken olive tree. Isaiah 17.6 And there I shall be toward the Lord, their Maker. Think it not strange that men devise against you, whether it be to exile, the earth is the Lord's, or perpetual imprisonment, the Lord is your light and liberty, or a violent and public death. For the kingdom of heaven consisteth in a fair company of glorified martyrs and witnesses, of whom Jesus Christ is the chief witness, who for that cause was born and came into the world. Happy are you if you give testimony to the world of your preferring Jesus Christ to all powers. And the Lord will make the innocency and Christian loyalty of his defamed and despised witnesses in this land to shine to after generations and will take the man-child up to God and to his throne and prepare a hiding place in the wilderness for the mother and cause the earth to help the woman. Be not terrified. Fret not. Forgive your enemies Bless and curse not. For though both you and I should be silent, sad and heavy is the judgment and indignation of the Lord that is abiding the unfaithful watchman of the Church of Scotland. The souls under the altar are crying for justice and there is an answer returned already. The Lord's salvation will not tarry. Cast the burden of wife and children on the Lord Christ. He careth for you and them. Your blood is precious in his sight. The everlasting consolations of the Lord bear you up and give you hope. For your salvation, if not deliverance, is concluded. Your own brother, S.R. That was episode 29 of The Letters of Samuel Rutherford.